Beyond the Buckles, real rodeo topics for cowboys and cowgirls. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Young Cattle Company. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Buckles. Today, as always, I got Blake Skaggs, Blake Skaggs Bucking Bulls with us. I got Nathan Gilliland, and we got Blaine Hart setting in today. I think it's going to be a great episode. We're going to go in-depth in in into the bull team side of things and a little bit in the ABBI, and, and with us today, uh, big-time stock contractor, Dakota Young. Dakota, glad you're here, man. Oh, I appreciate it. Glad yeah. to be here. So tell me, Dakota, how did you get into the bull business? Man, uh, I obviously – same story as everybody else. I used to ride bulls and uh, just kind of a rough path right there at the end and just had to kind of hang it up, not on my own term, just didn't really have a choice. Uh, body wouldn't let me do it no more. And uh, one of my best friends is Cash Roberts, HD's son. Yep. And Cash. so uh, kind of just started trickling into it. You know, it, it was a, you know, the first set of cows I ever bought was from lj jenkins i bought a set of uh four i think and uh i just kind of trickled into it and then you know i'd go down there and i'd help hd buck calves and we'd you know go gather shit and <laughs> screw around hang out at the yep ardmore been, at been, been 70, there in dixon yeah, oklahoma 70, right there on the washita river yeah. <laughs> we'd go out and hang out at 70 west after and it was just a good time and then it just slowly started trickling in and you know h i I bet countless hours Ardmore, Oklahoma, just mm-hmm. not even saying a word. I mean, for days and just watching and how things work and how he does everything. And uh, I just learned it as good as I could learn it and then saved my money and uh, somehow talked my parents into partnering on something. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my, dad, my dad cowboyed his whole life. I mean, that's all he's ever done. He owned a, a truck dealership too, you know, later on in his life. But – so he, he knows the cattle industry right. pretty good. And so we just kind of dipped into the cow side of things. And uh, it just blew up from there. So I mean, how long – when did when did you quit riding and then, and, and then get into the bull business? There? I think the last bull, other than at the practice pen talking shit, oh, I get on my <laughs> tennis shoes. <laughs> I think the last bull – There wasn't bull no beer involved <laughs> yeah. there, was there? I bet yeah. there was. Uh, they, uh, <laughs> the last bull I got on, I was at Cody Raspberry's house, Brownwood, Texas, and uh, this uh, bull rider was kind of being a puss and wouldn't yeah. get on this bull, and he was just a good – I mean, just mm-hmm. a practice bull. And they bet me 500 bucks I wouldn't get on him. Did you it, ride him or did you look off? No, he, yeah, he too jumped me. Oh. <laughs> but in my in my defense, he had on. a he had a treacherous trip. I mean, always, it always, it always just, happens yeah, that way, yeah, right? Long, yeah. I mean, hit yeah, always hit happens. on all fours, drug his ass, and I was I checked out. Them's almost hard. So, the worst but uh, anyway. back to it, uh, I think competition wise, the last bull I got on was in 2018. So did you ride professionally or amateured? What uh, was yeah, your I, went, I went to a bunch of, you know, the blue def stuff, lower okay. level stuff, yep. uh, CPRAs, UPRAs. And I did some pro rodeos. I pro rodeoed a lot. and But, uh, I mean, mainly I, I never made it on the big tour. Right. Uh, but, I mean – so what we, what were, we were headed there, but it just never worked. What made you uh, <laughs> had to hang it up? What what caused that? What uh, was the injuries? I'd entered the well, I guess what they call it now is the Fort Worth Classic, the ABBI Classic, first yep. of the year. Yeah, uh, Toby been going on. Brad yeah. Boyd and Toby Floyd used to put on there at yeah. New Year's there in Cowtown. Yeah, and a uh, bull named California Chrome stepped on me, mm-hmm. and uh, he was like he was out of the rights right there in the in the latch. I mean, you couldn't. You couldn't fit a credit card between his nose and the latch. And uh, he just kind of never left the floor of the chute. And he just whipped me down on the floor of the chute. And he wasn't really a hooky bull. I mean, he just – bullfighters couldn't get his attention. He's just doing his thing right there. And I was underneath him the whole time. You was the dance floor. (laughs) He was was dancing. He was the dance floor. He was (laughs) painting the floor with me. (laughs) And so that's kind of how that went down. And – I don't know, I was in and out of the hospital for probably two or three months. Hmm. Her, hernias and groins and my knee and my foot, shoulder, hip. I mean, just all kinds wow. of stuff. But you didn't just the, tear your groin either. You tore it off the bone. Yeah. 
Wow. And that's bad shape. Guys out there. Yeah. I'm telling you, I've had torn growings, pulled growings, but it's really bad when it comes off the bone. It, yeah. It's better to pull it or tear it and tear it in plumbing too, but not off the bone. Yeah. And a lot of that's the biggest question I get. You know, everybody always asks what it felt like. I'm like <laughs> I mean, feels like he's gut shot. If you've ever <laughs> yeah. taken a sledgehammer to the inside of your leg but a little closer where you don't want it that's about yeah. what it feels like yep mm. right there about Ow. your taint just yeah. hit it with a hammer oh, sharp. Yeah. Mm. yeah and so anyways that happened and i i kept having a hernia problem coming back and mm. uh they thought it figured itself out and never did and I, that's what that was the between that and the growing this was what took so long and then after that you know i tried to crack back out and come out and you know cody took some time cody johnson i I ran with him a bunch, and uh, he kind of tried to crack back out and uh, was hurting all the time and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And so I just – I couldn't – I'll be honest, I couldn't ride a stick horse. Well, it used to be such a battle, too, after you yeah. got all them injuries and stuff. Man, it's just a total drag. To, yeah. I mean, you've got to really work at it and be dedicated to yeah. come back. And some guys can't. I mean, some guys, the injuries just don't go away. It's not due to lack of trying. They just – you know, like you said, you, you the body don't work you, like it. Yeah, you and you and HD to. are no, good buddies, don't. and I know HD. He had hip problems. HD could ride the shit out of one, mm -hmm. and back in the day, because I kind of grew up with him, and I mean, he could ride the fire out of one. And a lot of people don't know how good he was because he had hip problems so damn bad, and he just, I mean, it was natural for him to slide over into bull business, kind of like you, really. Yeah, because they see him now, and he can barely walk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Usually, but, but it didn't help there. Grandpa run over him with a, with a <laughs> yeah. jog either. So. <laughs> yeah, that poor guy. He's been through it. Uh, I, I seen him the other day, and he's having bad problems with his shoulders. And I remember before I got my shoulder done the first time, it's just an excruciating pain mm -hmm. all the time. And it's just stuff like that. Like I played uh, college and pro football too, and that kind of took a toll on me. And between that and riding bulls, I, I can't really – you know, a lot of people do ask me that. What, which one mm -hmm. took a toll on you worse? Yeah. And it's it's a hard. Is when you're, you know, six foot, sub six foot, right there, mm -hmm. and you know, you're heavy, not six foot, heaviest I've ever weighed. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm I'm right <laughs> under six foot. But, uh, that's, heaviest, when, that's in the tall boots. Yeah, the heaviest <laughs> I've ever right weighed. under six foot with yeah. the tall boots. The heaviest I've ever weighed is one ninety, one ninety five, and you're getting hit by six four, two fifty. Yeah, running a like four, 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 hit by I mean, a freight it, liner <laughs> uh, takes a toll on you quick. I remember <laughs> the sure last, the very last uh, game I played. We ran a championship, and this dude hit. I mean, I played special teams. That was my favorite part. And uh, under and hit somebody. Yeah, loved it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this dude cleaned my clock on the sideline. I remember getting up, and I was like, "All right." I think that's I think I've had enough. <laughs> yeah. When you're the guy getting wiped out on special teams, yeah. it's yeah. time to step it's, aside. Yeah. But it's just just same as riding bulls. I mean, you went from smacking everybody to being the talk and the, you mm -hmm. know, stay away from right. him. He's gonna take your head off to getting your head taken off. And it's mm -hmm. there's a table that turns right there in both sports that kind of did it for me. That yeah. I led me to one Stop day you're the windshield, the next day you're the bug. <laughs> I got to be the bug a lot there. <laughs> you know, and that, that was the worst part. Like after the – you say, you know, how hard growing injuries and hip injuries are to overcome. But, uh, you know, right there at the end when I was trying to crack out again, I just – I'd looked like I'd never been on a bull. There, I mean, there Body was – Body just not was, functioning the same yeah, as it just, used to. Yeah, and just – and not a scared factor. I'd never been scared, right? you know, at that point. Just don't but, work the same. Yeah, You've been just, tore up that just, bad. It just doesn't. Like, I mm -hmm. could go get on a football field right now and get smoked by Blaine over there. <laughs> I'm just glad you didn't say me because I probably couldn't catch you in the first place. You're definitely a lineman. I don't think you could run that far, Blake. But, yeah, probably uh, not. <laughs> yeah. All, all that, all that kind of led me to the yeah. spending a bunch of time in Ardmore and – you know, I, I owe that's a, a lot. If you're going into the stock contracting business, that's a good place to hang out and get yeah. to know. Well, a lot, of, a lot yeah. of people don't like that. A lot of people don't like that about me. That, I've know. heard that, but you know what I tell everybody? You don't like it? Go kick yeah. fucking rocks. Yeah. <laughs> mostly, mostly everybody that has a problem with it I've found is they wish they were there at one point in well, time. Sure. Jealous. And, They're uh, jealous. Exactly right. It's just every, everybody goes under somebody's wing. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Brandon Stewart, you know, HD kind of helped him a lot. 
and look how you know mm-hmm. he's made it into what it Successful. is. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there was guys that helped HD. You know when they when Dylan was getting started, not necessarily HD, but Dylan. Uh, yeah, Larry Capehart. Yeah, Larry Capehart was one. Sammy Andrews mm-hmm. helped him. Uh, everybody, I mean, if everybody has a, and I don't want to even say mentor, but everybody has somebody that took them under their wing and kind of showed them, mm-hmm. hey, this is what I know, and helped them get started. Yeah, yeah. showed them the ropes. Yeah, yeah. So uh, going back that, to that the was HD for me, the buying your first set of cows from uh, LJ. How many cows did you buy? Did you jump in? hard or did you just buy a couple and just kind of no, get think, the feel or what well, and think, when was that i think that was in 20 early 2019 okay first first part of the year actually i know it's first part of the year because i remember he dropped them off we were at the finals and that was my first deal in the bull business right and lj drops them off we're at the finals and i'm like you know hey we won't be back for a while uh I'll have to get that money to you or whatever, you know, right. when I get back. And I totally forgot. LJ <laughs> LJ called me, hey, where's my money? I'm like, oh, crap. So, uh, yeah, that I, it was first of the year 2019. And I think I, I think there was four cows in that set. Four. And two of them had calves at their side. LJ t- kept two. Okay. So you didn't so just buy it, bulls. You, you went and bought cows to start with. Cows was my very first purchase. I, I I got into the cow side of it before I did the bull side. And you're still involved in the cow side? Oh, yeah. Much. I got 66. I'd say so. Yeah. 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 How many bulls you got your place right now? Just a rough estimate. Uh, big bulls, probably 27. 27. Got a lot of yearlings and two-year-olds? Yeah. Uh, I'm down to – I've culled down to 16 yearlings uh, and nine two-year-olds. Still and then quite the herd. Yeah, and then – so I'll have 60-something to wean here in the next month. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to put them. Dang it. <laughs> I guess he's going to Dixon, Oklahoma, to buck some of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, what's funny is Cash is, uh, Cash is I guess, partnered with me on them uh, some of them yearlings last year because he kind of got me in the deal to where I could bring Now, them. let's clarify. Cash is HD's son. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, just so people don't. I mean, I know this. You know this. Everybody that's sitting around here knows this. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. a lot of people out there in the world, Cash is HD Page's son. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, uh, Cash actually is the one that got me the deal to breed the six hundred two D, which was Jack and Dot's bull can do. And uh, he's a Shepherd Hill son, bred good. I mean, as good as money can buy. Mm-hmm. And he kind of got me that deal. So the deal was, you know, you know how Cash he mm-hmm. kind of swindles his deals mm-hmm. there. Oh yeah, <laughs> and so. Uh, He's pretty smooth off. Yeah, so he he owns half of uh, whatever is out of six hundred two. I cleaned up with uh, one of them two year olds, one eighty four Margie Cat, maybe. Anyways. Uh, and he's been calling me, hey, we need to go through them, Cat. We need to buck them, Cat. He doesn't know I'd already been bucking them. <laughs> he's like, how are they? I'm like, oh, there's a couple that's going to make it. So, so you, I bet I didn't cool one of them out. Yeah, so so you've been, you you had full reign to just pick whatever bull on HD Pages place to uh, read to? Pretty much, but Bruiser. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. one I wanted. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like, I remember him saying, you know, Bru- you know, Bruiser's the only one to ever leave this place. And I don't think anybody's ever bred a Bruiser off that place. Oh, I'm sure not. Why wouldn't you? Wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, even that's if, what even I was if he so. said, even if he said, yeah, go ahead and take Bruiser and breed it, I wouldn't take him. Oh, you couldn't uh-uh. check. I'd no. say, I'll bring my cows and you can yeah. take care. I'm, I'm not going to, uh-uh. Yeah. You couldn't shove a needle up my ass Bruiser's on the trailer. <laughs> oh, I guarantee you. I know that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be a little. Yeah, but but yeah, I did. And he kind of stood out. I think E-40 was in was in the conversation cash wanted to breed the e40 which was black and blue he broke his back in uh kansas city last year they had to put him down but uh he was in conversation 602 and then we kind of just 602 was a big gray bramer 2000 pound but he broke what his, they call him can do he was ranked he bucked with a dummy but he broke his leg oh, okay That's yeah why i don't know him yeah and he broke his leg as a two-year-old and he was a big, pretty sucker, and I kind of Did you just, ever take him to uh, Wall Street? I think I ran him through there a couple times. I don't, I don't, I don't think. I, no, I know what bull you're thinking about. You're thinking about F nine. I still got him. I bred to him yeah, this year. The Brammer that was yeah, kind of hard to get out on. Yeah, kind of a little short yeah, stub yeah, on one side. Yeah, yeah, it's a funny story about that bull. He, I've never seen a bull 
grow a horn that quick. When he was three, we were bucking him at HDs. He wouldn't leave the arena, and HD got pissed off at him and roped him, <laughs> jerked his horn cap off, and uh, chopped wow. that horn off. And now that sucker's three or four inches long. And I'm like, dang, <laughs> that sucker came all the way back. Yeah. It's crazy. Wow. But I bred to that bull this year, the bull you're talking about. Yeah. He's a full brother of Slice of Heaven. Nice. Yeah. I knew there was something special about that calf because y'all – well, y'all was handling him down there and trying to get him out of there, and then he's an idiot. Oh, he was a complete idiot. <laughs> he's not now, <laughs> yeah, but he but was. Most of the good ones are complete idiots, <laughs> yeah. though, right? I mean, yeah. they're shitheads. Yeah, <laughs> and he he was big. I mean, fast. He looked like he was going to be big. I mean, second. he was he yeah. was kind of you could tell. I mean, he walked in there. He was on like toothpicks. <laughs> You know, big long ass toothpicks, and he he was. You could tell he had springs on the bottom of his fucking yeah, feet. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and that was my main deal. Is you know when I first started doing that deal with HD, is I was scared to hurt one because I I'd always listened to him preach about not running them to the corner or step around them one way to where they go around the corner post, and when you're bringing them out of a pen, step in the latch side the way they go around. You know where they go mm-hmm. around you, and they're not yeah. hip, dragging their hips off when they're coming out of there. And uh, I was. Just for the first couple sets, I was pretty weary. I was pretty weary because a couple of them, I mean, and that was the deal about Wall Street is their alleyways were only 10-foot alleyways. Mm-hmm. And so you didn't have much place to go. Mm-mm. And their gates didn't swing right. Whoever set that place up, I mean, yeah. it was ass backwards. The back pin gates. Yeah, yeah the way yeah. everything was kind of set up, it just wasn't. Yeah, gates didn't swing right. Very nice didn't flow place. It was didn't have an even flow through there yeah. to get them through there. Don't get me wrong, very nice place. I'll probably mm-hmm. never be able to afford anything like that. But me too. But yeah, it was it gets you hurt in a second. Mm-hmm. So going, you said you had twenty seven big bulls. Well, do you bull team them bulls? Do you PBR? Do you are they on a pro rodeo truck? Uh, what are them bulls jobs? Man, they're kind of split. <laughs> okay. I got bulls all over the world right now. It feels like, but. You know, I probably bull team this year more than any more than any year I ever have, and not because I want to. Just, I mean, that's the only way I can get bulls bucked or get riders on bulls, get videos of bulls, to get them on tour. And I think I won high point bull and third at Heath Scruggs deal. I won high point bull. At, I mean, almost everyone I want to, I pulled high point bull. But right. the one BTO event I went. And I'm legit to beat Gold Chain by a quarter point, I think. <laughs> and uh, and I don't honestly think yeah. he was who, better. Who but that, who took that bull down there? Uh, Trey Kimsey leased him. Seems like does he even own any bulls, Trey? Trey, yeah, he owns a bunch does of good he? ones. Why does he lease all these others? He ain't got good enough ones to go. Uh, just no, I don't. I don't think it's that. I think it's just a if he can, he's going to kind of deal. <laughs> you know, I know Trey well, and and he's asked me about a couple bulls. You know, he may be able to yeah. need some bulls here or there, and I'm always tell him, you know, you're more than welcome to come get anything I got, especially if you're going to pay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No money I mean, talks. That's right. I mean, I've seen him yeah. put chiseled on the truck and take him, and that's PRCA yeah. bull of the year there. I mean, and, boy, there wasn't a lot of bull, bull, the bull guys down there at Waxahachie that, that week. They was a little pissed off. At <laughs> you know, you talk about that, and we talked about the bruiser deal, but that was the second most scariest time of my life. I unload chisel at my house, and he's right there in the oh. pens, and I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> dogs are yeah. walking around him." I'm like, "Hey, everybody, get the hell back! <laughs> yeah. Don't say nothing. Don't you breathe. put him in the padded <laughs> pen, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 And don't get me wrong; I'd love to haul a bull of that caliber. Yeah. But it was a fact that I was still, you know, we were still working things out between right. me and HD, and yeah. he was still showing me stuff, and it was just the wrong time to screw up. <laughs> yeah. And I just yeah. knew if anything, <laughs> if anything was going to happen, it was going to happen to me. But, uh, you know, Chisel's a really cool bull. You can't hardly get him pissed off. And so uh, it worked out. And they used him at Waxahachie, and it's outside loads there, so he mm-hmm. had a weird trip. Yeah, but I, I'd never seen that bull go left before. He went to and around the left, and I was like, he was confused as hell. Get out! He didn't know. It. I've never seen him pace that much. I don't. know. He just didn't like that place. I, I don't like the way it's set up either. Personally, yeah, I mean, but. you you know when you can tell. You know there 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 are places that my bulls buck harder at, and there's places mm-hmm. that I, I got a couple yep. bulls that refuse to buck at the stockyards. The way the shoots are kind oh, of yeah. angled, angled up, yeah, mm-hmm. it just, and it's just that little degree change. Mm-hmm. Screws they'll them. go out there and bounce yeah. around. You can take them to a PBR. They're gonna be forty five points. Yep. And so I, I don't know. Just he didn't like it. Mm-mm. I bet he had a two foot trench dug in a circle. 
Just <laughs> he's, from the time we got there to the time he got I, out of shoot to the time he got back on the train. That reminds me of Panhandle Slim back in the day. I, and it was, I think it was like 98 or something. I had him, 97, I think I had him in the, at the PBR finals. And I walked back there. I'd, I'd already been on him before, but I went back there to check on him. And they had him in this pen by himself. And I swear, around the inside of the pen, right around the edge of the fence, he had a foot and a half trench. He walked the whole time, paced. He never, never stopped, never laid down, never put his head. He just, came, he just walked that daggum thing. He was impatient. Just, I mean, a study. Yeah, I mean, uh, Cold Creek's like that, seven thirty four, and he, uh, he gets to pacing on. Sometimes, some days he's chill, but some days he's just wired different. Yeah. And I have, I've had three or four or five people ask me at the bull housing because I'll feed him right before he gets on the trailer to go to the arena everybody else feeding five six o'clock for yeah. loading at nine and they're like dude he's gonna twist his gut why are you doing that i'm like no i mean i don't feed him a lot i just give him a little yeah. just enough of that still water swell up in his belly and kind of hold him over because he'll draw up get gant you get him yeah. there heavy he's perfect by the tommy's <laughs> tommy bucks <laughs> mm-hmm. hey guys let's take a minute and let's go hear from our sponsors for all your home furnishing needs give lork ranch a call they can hook you up so what's the hardest thing that you've done to get where you're at, you know, starting at 2019 and getting here? Ooh. Probably financials. It uh, is expensive. It's a big thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, I mean, hardest move I've ever had to make is selling bulls that I didn't want to sell. Why to, would you have re- to sell them? To realizing, yeah. realizing that it takes a greater bull to do what I'm trying to do versus, you know, a lot of these guys, they'll keep everything they come across. Uh, that's probably the hardest lesson I've had to learn that everything can't stay. And if an opportunity presents itself to put food on the table for you or the family and everything else, then he's got to go. They all for sale. Yeah. Every day. They all for sale, except for Cold Creek. He's, he'd be. (laughs) (laughs) He's for sale, but but for for what he's worth. Poor sale, not on sale. Yeah. Yeah. Right. (laughs) There's a bunch of them I got like that. But, uh, uh, lesson wise, that, that's probably the hardest thing I've ever had to to beat into my own head is they can't stay. You know, we're in a business here. It's not a pet right. and zoo. Right. You know, if they're not working, they need to go down the road. And I've seen a lot of good bulls places I didn't want to send them. But, and just because you know, they didn't work for you, they might work for somebody they might, else. They might work for somebody be the top else. Of their Don't get too. attached. But, I, you sure. know, the first Mm-mm. bull I ever bought was 317. I named him Slim Shady. And he come from John B. Lane down in uh, South Texas. And uh, good bull. I mean, big, scary was hot, mean as a <laughs> as a younger bull and bull riders nightmare. I, yeah, I, <laughs> I sold him. He's nine this year. When I sold him, I sold him to Brady Randolph, and he'd still do it. He could still go to PBRs, but they didn't really like him. You know, the guy didn't really like him, and Brady loved him. I mean, he he's mean, but. He had a gentle side to him. If you're feeding him, you could pet all over him, whatever. But he would run you up the fence quick if, if he if he felt something was off that day. But anyways, lessons like that is are the hardest thing I've ever had to learn. Yep. Uh, definitely don't want to get attached to him. Yeah, I mean, y'all, there's yeah. always a possibility that you yeah. got him down the road. And uh, probably you know, as a success lesson or whatever you want to call it, the hardest thing I've I've had to go through was just partners not jiving you know getting a partner and it not working and figuring out a way to make it work and uh jeremy walker said that yeah. we had him on before and yeah. he said you know bulls yeah. bulls you know they, they'll work out they'll tear shit up but he can fix it with a welder, welder nothing that yeah. a welder can't fix but partners can sink you yeah sink you yeah. sink and the they ship will. and it ain't no count and, and spoil and, everything and the sad part about it is there's guys out there that you know, in the back of their head, they know how good you are at what you do or mm-hmm. how good your stock or how good your bulls are or, or uh, your feed program or whatever. And, you know, they want to play the whole, well, you know, I got X amount of dollars. You know, I really want to get into it, blah, blah, blah. And then they get into it and <laughs> they out, out of the blue, they know everything really about is. it. And they're like, oh, oh yeah. I want 40000 for him. I'm like, you right. bought him for – bought half of them for six because you made me feel mm-hmm. bad. <laughs> that that was one of the hardest lessons that I've had to learn in order to make it to where I am 
currently, you know. I think uh, one of the good but if lesson, that goes back to financial. Good, well, good lesson right. that I learned in the bull business is keep doing you. Yeah. Don't don't mm-hmm. change just because you got a sponsor or or a partner that comes in and and wants to go this way. No, he wants to be your partner because of way you're doing the way things. You do things. And man, I've had a couple partners come in and they didn't know which end of fucking which one ate and which one shit. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't they couldn't tell the difference, but then all of a sudden we start winning in some bull teams, start placing in some bull team deals, and all of a sudden they're gurus. They know exactly everything's going on. Yeah, and you're screwing and, them. Yeah. And then they drop me and guess what? They don't win shit. They well, they learned the hard way. And shortly yeah, they're yeah. out of it. Mm-hmm. But then it, I mean, yeah. but that's it's neither that's here nor there. Yeah. But it's it's that's so, a big that's a big lesson that I had learned uh, as far as you know how taught to keep your circle and how you know the the actions that you need to take and and on a business aspect of it to succeed. Yeah. You yeah. know, a lot of people they'll jump in, they'll get a partner, they'll jump four, five hundred, six hundred thousand in in big bulls, and they don't make a single dime, mm-hmm. and that's just not how you play your cards, and and it all goes back to, you know, this is a conversation for another time, but it all goes back to a lot of people saying that oh the the bull business is a hobby. Well, I'm, I'm <laughs> telling you right now, it ain't a hobby. It's an expensive hobby. hobby. Yeah, it, it ain't a hobby around my place, and you know we take it seriously, and it, it does make it. It's a lot of revenue for my place, and it, it's all about how you play your cards, though. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what you're doing and you think, you know, I got a big money partner, I can go buy whatever I want and, you know, the world ain't going to stop me. That ain't how it works. Mm-hmm. And no. that only lasts, that fire will burn out. It's not you if, gotta it's Got to keep working for it every day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. How do you see yourself in, say, two, three, four years from now? Well, the first one you asked two and the second one you asked four is two totally different. <laughs> uh, goal, goals. Uh, I, I think in in four years I want to be in, you know I, I can personally say right now I'm not in the I don't have enough bulls and yeah. I won't say consistent because everything I got is pretty consistent and I like to keep it you that got way quality but, not quantity yeah. but yeah. I'm not I'm not in a position to be in the conversation for stock contract of the year and some may I never may say on that I never am some may never you know, may say that well, other than the big guys, nobody ever will be. But well, I think in four years, you'll that's be in that that's my goal. Yeah, yeah. And you know, in the next two years, somewhere contractor between, of the year in in the PBR. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I know you do some PRCA stuff yeah, too. Yeah, and there, and think. that's what I was just about to say. I think in the next two years, my my biggest goals are PRCA Bull of the Year. And maybe converse hunt for a bull world title, which we've already kind of been in the hunt this yeah. last season. But right. you know, we want to tighten the gap up a little bit. Now to be to, to, to get where you want to be in the PBR, you're going to have to kiss a little ass and, and play a little politics. <laughs> and no. I mean, how how's them how's them relationships? Because we know we know the little ring at the PBR. There's a little circle of buddies up there, and I don't know if you've got to wear the wear your knees out of your pants to get in there or not i don't know <laughs> how to get in there because i've never been in there mm-hmm. i don't know i mean and i know you've got to either bring a big sponsor or it seems to me i don't know all these for facts i'm just looking you got to either bring a big sponsor in or you got to do something for the pat pbr on the back for them to get you in that circle to be somewhere oh it's a it's a tight knit group for sure mm-hmm. and uh you know there's a there's a lot of good guys up there and there's a lot of there not is. so good guys I up agree. there but that's in every business but uh but I'm not getting on my knees for nobody. <laughs> if I'm going to earn it, it's going to be the right way. And and that's just how, that's just, that's how kind of how I was showed the business. And so that's, right. that's how I'm going to be. I mean, you got the better bull, you have the better bull. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Should be. And there's, it should a, be and there's only a matter be, yeah. of time before that's recognized. And, you know, uh, they, they can only, yeah. they can only finagle it for so long. That's true. Yeah, but you know, by that time they can finagle it long enough for that bull that you're talking about to get that yeah. go downhill, and you yep. better have another one to back it up. But that's the deal. Yeah. You just got to have you know timing. That, that, that timing. You're right. It. You're right there. You're right there. But uh, it, and that's just that's kind of my take on it. I, I've always tried to. I know what goes on and everything, but I always try to look at the broader aspect of it. I'm yep. like, okay, well, you know, they can they can mark him off the charts every time he cracks the latch open but 
if he don't turn back and buck, they can't do nothing with that. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas right. my bull turns back bucks every time, and I, I know I can take him all over the world, and the more yeah. diesel smoke I give him, the harder he's going to buck. And yeah. that's just how Some he is. And like I got four or five like that. Nice. And right. that's, it, it, that, that's just kind of the way I've always looked at it. You know, mm-hmm. there, there's a point, and it's there's yeah. a year that's your year. You know, last year, I thought for sure, I mean, he was 40, 45 and a quarter plus up to 46 and three quarters. Mm-hmm. four or five times right there and you know, we're talking uh, about cold creek yeah and i i thought for sure you know this is his year and you know morgan kept saying you know i don't think it's it you know it's not his year you know it he's gonna have a year but it, the today this year isn't his year and you know last year was really his first year to really have the trips put on him yeah you know right. he was i i got him from chase love and uh I owe Chase a steak dinner for that one, but uh, <laughs> you know he he was kind of hit or miss. He he you know he'd been good for Chase. Chase had won some money with him as a three year old, four year old, but and I bought him as a four coming five, I think. And uh, he was just he you know Chase doesn't do the whole rider bull deal, Mm-mm. and so every time he'd buck him, either he'd hit or he'd be you know out of shape or too big or whatever. And I I mean I just I put the weight on him and put the muscle on him and poured the coals to him and kind of gave him all yeah. the tools he he needed to be as good as I knew he could be. You know, after about the fourth time I bucked, I, I bucked him five times at the house before I took him anywhere. And the poor kids. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> poor Not that big red bull. Poor Boogie Marquez. Not you know? big red. Yeah. And so about that fourth trip he started turning on, about the fifth trip, I was like, all right, that's enough. So where is he right now? Is he at your place or is he at rodeoing or? Uh, what's today? Monday. He Monday. should be on his way back from Lovington, New Mexico. Okay. Uh, he'll be at Billy Jones' house in. Uh, I remember where he lives? East mm. Texas. Yeah, it's East Texas. We're somewhere. Else. So he's he's pro rodeoing right now. Yeah, he's on the rodeo truck. Livingston. Livingston. Yeah, he's on the rodeo truck. Him nine hundred one. Back time eight ninety six. Psalm 91 and uh, 83, Captain Crunch. So you got quite a few going yeah. on the rodeo trail. And we've been kind of switching some out here and there. But, yeah. So you know, they've, got to go to, they've got to go to so many rodeos to get qualified to go to the NFR this year. Yeah, eight. Mm-hmm. eight. they got to have eight, eight outs. But I, I'm pretty sure I may – don't mark my words on this, but I think turnouts count too. If they've been in the draw eight times, right. I think yeah. so it works. I could be wrong. Yeah. But me and Billy kind of – teamed up and it's been good you know billy billy was an easy decision i i'm really good friends with his son ashton and uh me and ashton we've had some times together <laughs> and uh it was kind of one of those times you know we had beers in our hand and yeah yeah he's like hey what about that red bull and i'm like what about the red bull he's like what are you gonna rodeo with him i'm like the about 15 others have asked me yeah you know and i'm like but they take care of their animals Sure they do. Pete Carr Yo, and Lancaster Jones is, yeah. I mean, unbelievable. Yeah. The weight they can keep on, you know, mm-hmm. over them other guys. So that was kind of an easy Well, you decision. got a bull guy and then you got a horse guy and mm-hmm. they kind of do their own deal there. Yeah. And they, they, Pete Carr's got a great program for sure. Yeah. But back to Blaine's question, I think two years, in the next two years, I'd like to have a bull title of some sort. Uh, We're in the hunt right now for, I think we're sitting fifth. In the Derby World standings, but uh, I don't think an ABBI title would mean as much as a Bull of the Year title. No, not only yeah. no, yeah, yeah. So you, 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 you pay entry fees to get the yeah. the world title. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got to be good, good a- to get ABBI. Yeah. So you brought it up. What's your thoughts on ABBI? Uh, you know, when I first got into the ABBI, I was eat up with it. The calves, you know the. Before I even stepped in the big bulls, it was calves. I mean, I, I just – and that was an HD thing, kind of still, mm-hmm. you know, spending a bunch of time down there. Yeah, he bucks a lot of calves. Oh, my gosh. All the time. <laughs> so you're blue in the face. So that yeah. dummy – so the 25, 15-pound dummy feels like it's yeah. 100 pounds. <laughs> it, it's bad when he'll look at me or Cash or whoever's staying there. Hey, why don't you just flank the rest of them as his shoulder's <laughs> about to fall off. <laughs> but uh, the ABBI, you know – there are things I love about it. Mm-hmm. There are things I hate about it. 
and there are things that this this I despise. Yeah. But uh just all over the spectrum there. But you know, it, and even even them having things that I hate, it's just it it's a way it's it's a good way to get it off the ground. I mean, that's the best thing I can tell anybody is if you want to be in the bull business, don't go buy big bulls. Buy some cows, raise some calves, kind of go to some competitions. That's right where now, the that big money's at. Two-year-old class at Open Futurity, if he's not got springs on his feet and doing cartwheels right there for four <laughs> to six seconds, you ain't placing. Yeah. If you're not it's 90, hard. it's either 90 or nothing. Yeah, it's it's hard. And especially with them kind of moving the slot events away for them guys to bring in them lower-level yeah. calves, which I didn't agree with. I like the 80, 85 and 87 slide because yeah. that gives – that puts a market out there for some of them younger bulls yeah. that 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 are that are middle of the road. You know, it's not so great. You know, yeah, I didn't really agree with them getting rid of it. Is what I, is what I didn't I didn't realize they'd got rid of it. I mean, I don't think they've gotten rid of it. I just I've noticed that there ain't been any this year. I don't know when I entered. I guess them. they did get rid of it because there would have been a eighty seven slide world champion at yeah Vegas, and I ain't seen any slides this year. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't I mean, think, you I would think a lot paid. of the contractors would get involved in that because everybody's got an 85 to 87 pointer. Not everybody raises 90 pointers all the time. Right. You mm-hmm. would think them 85 to 87 and I, and would I, pay the gas bill or the fuel bill there. And I you think, know. you know, Brandon Stewart would have to be the one to, to correct me if, on this one. But he And it was kind of his idea from what I understand, and he kind of pitched it and they took off with it. But the claimer class is kind of where that – you know that that's what that's for. You know, got the four thousand dollar, the seventy five hundred, yeah. the twelve fiver. I don't how, really. How are those things working? Because I don't, I, I don't know, I don't know. I've, I've never entered one, but I know some of them guys win a ton of money out of them deals. Yeah. You know, they're they're you know the recent claimable I went to in Duncan. I think there was more uh, calves entered in the claimer than there was the open almost. Now how did what 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 claimer was it? Four thousand. Uh, I think it was seventy five and twelve fit or twelve five. And there were some anybody get claims? Some stuff. That's that's the deal. I don't ever. I don't. I maybe I've not ever paid attention, but I noticed the last one. I was like, do they, any of these calves ever get claimed? Yeah, because because that would be. I mean, the reason it's a claimer and you can bring them there. I'd say a four thousand dollar claimer. You're not going to bring a ten thousand dollar calf in there or a twenty thousand dollar calf and just take everybody's money because somebody could slide in there for four thousand right. or seventy five hundred, whatever the claimer and claim that sucker. And there, I it's almost. But if nobody's claiming them. It's like I heard a success for story the other day in Duncan. I cannot remember who it is. Somebody was somebody had a calf hit, and he had been bought in a claimer. So I know it does happen. I just don't think it's often. But you know, back to the ABB. You know, most of them claimer deals, them are all uh, co-sanctioned deals. They're co-sanctioned. Co-sanctioned deals. They run. Didn't Pistol start that? Or start a? Doesn't he have the claimable deal? Uh, no, no, it wasn't. I think he did one. Yeah. He helped. Well, who kinda, does them now? AVBI? No, it's uh, and I just went my boy. He's gonna be mad at me when he watches this. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, um, yeah, get oh, all up hell. in his ass. Anyway, it's not it's not AVBI. Yeah. It's 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 a totally separate deal. Well, AVBI was wife. gonna do it for a little while, wasn't it? They was gonna try that claimer thing. Yeah, and they that, still do. They they, they do, do they? some. Yeah, yeah. They, I, they don't get into the twelve five. I ain't cast, got the but, money to go play with them boys because I, I I don't have a calf. If I had a calf, I would go play, but I. You've got to have something special to go play in it. Right, very special. It does. It does. But if anything, it molds you into kind of what you're looking for. You can kind of yeah. decide what you're looking for, which yeah. way you want to go with it. But back to your question, uh, ABBI. There's a there's you know there's things I don't like. There's things I love. Uh, I think they could be a little bit more transparent on some things. I mean, I think, I think everybody I think PBR and I think, as a whole and PBR on ABBI, yeah. I think the whole damn organization can be more transparent. Personally. Right, and I think every you know I don't think that's bad to say. I think everybody you know that watches this will agree. I mean, there, there's some yeah. things that you know, mm, yeah. yeah, but yeah, head scratchers. Uh, yeah, but uh, there's a lot of good too, and and it helped me put it. They helped me. They didn't help me. Yeah. The organization. Help me put myself on the map, so yeah. I can't really, 
bash it too hard you know it's it, i make a good living off well it. i'm not out to bash them i just i, I like to I, I love the avbi i think the concept of avbi is great i think it's good and be able to take some of these calves and go and compete somewhere and go win some big money and and it gets the stock contractors involved to help bring and breed and raise better bulls yeah and and that helps the pbr that that helps you know the rider side of it you know with the with the with the yeah. PBR and the teams and in the UTB season, you got better bulls. That's the yeah. farm system for to get the because that's the end goal, right? Yeah. It, I yeah. mean, if you're yeah. a stock contractor, let's the end goal is to have buck and bull. If you're a stock contractor, is to have buck, buck and, and bull, bull of the year, year or win stock contractor of the year. Right. So you know, the ABBI is a is a farm system and, and helps grow it. And man, there's guys that don't even want to go to the PBR. They don't even. I mean, they'd love to see their bulls go up there, but they just want to play in that two-year-old, that three-year-old. It's um, it's fun. The the calf deal's fun, uh, and there's a ton of money in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how you make all your money. Your two-year-old year, your yearling two-year-old year. I mean, you're talking. Yeah. They're fixing to kick off the million dollar fraternity in Vegas this year. Really. And so, I mean, there's, I mean, these calves this year, they've made more money than any calf in the history coming through oh, yeah. as two-year-olds. I'm sure. I'm, and it, there's a bunch of money, but like I said, there's a lot of things that I wish they'd do different. You think David? You think David is is profitable? You think it supports itself? Does it make money? The organization? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, they yeah, make money. All right, look, I'm gonna go a step further. Do you think that it supports the PBR? Because we all know here as of recently, or I, I what I've seen in, in people that I've talked to. Is PBR's been that's why they went to the team series is so they could get help pay fans. some bills, yeah, get corporate sponsors and, and bring more of that stuff in. Well, I don't know, I know from creditable sources that how much endorsement money that the PBR gets with some of their endorsements, mm-hmm. it's insane, yeah. So, there ain't no way that the ABBI bills them out. I think it's the other way around, probably, if if anything, but okay. Or I wouldn't say bailout, but supports one another. Right. Uh, I, I think because I thought the same thing too. I thought PBR well would 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 help the ABBI because I thought the ABBI, you know, most of their money's getting paid out. Well, you know, the entertainment company that bought the PBR. The what's the entertainment company's name? IMG. Know? IMG. Yep. And they're, I mean, it's a billion dollar. I mean, they're huge. Yeah, they own wrestlers or yeah, UFC and yeah. some other stuff. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the entertainment company that bought them—I mean, they're loaded. Do you think they pushed for the team series? I think it had a good a lot to do with it. I think somebody pitched it at one point in time, and or heard somebody else's idea and probably pitched it, and yeah. then well, I, you somebody know, somebody else talked idea. about it. I mean, even back when I rode way back then, we had a team series too. You know, we we had a draft and. Or you know, we picked. Uh, I mean, it was. You know, Vegas I think I think what inspired the team series York, was the Global but, Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With COVID, when COVID hit, and they couldn't go to some of these countries, and the Global Cup died, I think they took that concept and was like, you know, look how much freaking tickets we yeah. used to sell. I like the Global Cup. I think they need to get back to it. Yeah, the Global but, Cup was awesome. I loved the Global yeah. Cup. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was better. I, I mean, and I like the team series. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, but you know. Uh, team series is what it is. I, it's not the gold buckled standard. No, no I mean it's uh, any any kid that sat in their living room floor and dreamed to, you know, watch bull around and dreamed of winning a gold buckle. It's never mm-hmm. going to suit that kind of person. Yeah. Now, I think it's better for the riders as far as supporting their families because they're getting paid a lot more. Well, they're under contract and more consistently. Yeah. Well, if you're good. Yeah, you're yeah. If you're good, you get yeah. paid more. And so I think there's some pros and cons to it, but I don't. It's kind of the same thing between you know asking Stetson Wright why he likes PRCA over PBR. Yeah, it's just how he's. I mean, it's how mm-hmm. he's. It's in his Absolutely. blood. I mean, some guys are going to like the gold buckle more, and I'm one of those guys too. So <laughs> I, I understand. I, mean, if, well, I, I, I enjoy that. Brought up, you're going to be a bear, big grizzly, and that's the gold buckle yeah. season. You know, and I come from a team sport background, so. I do like the concept. I like mm-hmm. watching it like them guys mm-hmm. hooping and hollering. I like seeing a stacked team and being like, there ain't no way you're beating them fuckers. But. Yeah, that's for another episode. I, I, this episode of Beyond the Buckles is brought to you by our friends at Loric Ranch Home Furnishings, Young Cattle Company, 
Sutherland Logistics, Off Our Rocker, Sunnyside Graphic Design, Cactus Rodeo, Print and Stitch Company, DEL Cattle Company, and Blake Skaggs Bucking Bulls. Do you think that the PBR is really overselling the team's deal with the with the bull riders? I mean, I mean, really, should they be getting? We should be dressing some of the coaches in pom poms and in in, <laughs> in, in you know cheerleading suits. I mean, really, because in bull riding you don't see that. No. But now the teams come out, it's, oh, my gosh. I mean, they better put a seatbelt on Kobe Yates up there. He's going to fall off. <laughs> uh, I mean, he I couldn't ride that good anyway. I love watching Kobe I like Kobe Yates. But, yeah, he's he's about to fall off up there. Thank yeah, Kobe's, Kobe's one of them coaches that, you know, he'd probably be fitting with some pom-poms to make up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think he'd probably be pretty you know, boy. Kind of pretty and I, boy, I yeah. know Kobe real well. <laughs> yeah, We're I good buddies. Too. But he would look good with some pom-poms <laughs> yeah. to make up. But uh, – no, I I think uh, I di- I didn't really see him gassing it up this much. I didn't really see him going full fledged with it. So I you thought think they, they were, went overboard a little bit. I too. thought they were just kind of testing the water. You know, obviously the biggest stage of bull riding, they're not going to test the waters with anything. I don't think that's a bad choice of words, but I didn't really see them going this extravagant with yeah. it. I mean, I heard what the buy-in is per a team. It's nuts, yeah. and they're adding two. What more. is what is the buy-in for a team? I mean, it's in the millions. Well, I don't doubt it. Because yeah. you got, you got, you know, yeah. salaries. And I think it's, I, I think it's different every team. Yeah. Whether I, they're a league-owned team and somebody's buying them out, or whether it's a, you know, Ariad or whoever. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think they're. I don't think it's like a contractor card. You got to buy. You got to spend so much amount. Then you get a card to put a team on and blah blah blah. Wow. I don't know what the whole breakdown is on it, but I know it's in the millions, and they're bringing two more teams in next year. So I don't They're think it's going two anywhere. More teams next year. Yeah, two That's more good. teams. It, it which is it is good because the team you thought was going to get John Crimber or Hagen Braswell or Wacy Shallow. No, it's a money ball system. The two new teams will have more more money balls in than anybody. So one so, of the two new teams will get one of the first picks. I unless get that. unless yeah. some unless it's bought out. Unless they some, trade or trade unless up it's or trade out or like whatever. That. I know Cord Cord has which I heard, which John kind of told me this, something about Cord's got a pick over his dad and JW both. But what I don't understand is I think it's a sling, clean slate next year. So I think the way they do it, and I could be wrong, so whoever's watching this, don't bitch me out on Facebook. But, <laughs> uh, I think each team gets to pe- keep two protected ros- roster spots. So they get to keep two people. And everybody else goes back in Everybody the hat. else goes back in the hat. I was wondering how that would work because the the field of bull riders is not that big, and it's it's depleted. It's it's you're going to get the B team guys up there, and, the C team, and and you know the D team. And I was yeah. talking to somebody about this the other day, saying I hope we're just in a drought, you know, because I remember there been a couple of years where there wasn't any new good mm. bull riders, I'm and I, and I think that's what it is. But it it's pretty. I mean, just like no rain in Stephenville, Texas, right now, it's getting hairy. Well, they got the lookout virus going around. They've got yeah. the no try, the no effort, and then you got to pay me to come get on practice bulls. Yeah, that it's, attitude. It's I mean, just, come and I, and I can, on. You know, that's like you said earlier. That's you know, maybe we can get, we we can schedule another one of these, and yeah. I can bring somebody with me, and we can we can get into just the bull rider side of things. But yeah. uh, I could name ten off the top of my head right now without even thinking that have the talent to be the, as good as yeah. anybody in the world, but they're just looking off they just have no nuts yeah yeah i well i could i mean and and i don't say that in a disrespectful way it's just it's the god's honest truth i mean yeah just guys <laughs> and, and they know themselves off. and if we named them if we just yeah. come out and name them, which we're not yeah. we're not and i promise you they can listen to it and be like, yeah. oh damn yeah well, they know who we're talking yeah. about yeah. they know we're talking about them because they look off they get you know get in a bind oh i'm gonna live to fight another day what happened to sticking your damn hand in the rope well, and not quitting until the whistle blows? And it all, exactly. it all, the whole root of the problem is who you run around with. Absolutely, who yep. you, who you associate with, who you run the road with. Hmm. You know, if you hang out with a chicken, you're going to be mm-hmm. a chicken. Yep. Well, Dave, you, you soar with an eagle, you're going to yeah. be an eagle. We had Dave in here, you know, a couple episodes ago, and and shoot, he he was talking about if you're the best guy in the van. You're in the wrong van. Yep. Yeah. That's right. You know, you need yeah, to go rodeo you, you be, that's You want to be in the van. That's kind of how it was when we were going. Yeah. You want to be in a van. You're like, 
man, am I, I don't think I'm better than him. That's some bitch straps. Yeah. And then he gets yeah. on. And you then he's taking the same thing. Yeah. He's like, I ain't no way in a ride off I could beat him. Or yeah. That's some, he'll, you know, I better be good mm-hmm. than not. I don't have enough bull to beat him. Well, he's if you hang out with five millionaires, you're going to be the sixth. Yeah. You hang out yeah. with. And that's, five look off and, guys, you're gonna look off. You're gonna be the sixth yeah, one to sixth. look off. And that's that's the root of the problem. And I've watched kids go from here to here when they turn eighteen to here, but all because of who they yep. hang out with, who they run with. Yeah, yeah. I was always taught if you run with shit, you smell like shit. Yeah, and I, and I don't know about <laughs> you, but it's cold blue. Sure. I mean, and I don't know up, about you, know? but if I'm if I'm five bulls back and one of my best friends is about to get on one, and he just straps one and puts mm-hmm. a hole in him for ninety one. Mm-hmm. I'm fired up, son. Yeah, right. I'm fixing to try to break this dude's yeah. rib cage. But you don't want because if because if he beats you. He's gonna razz your ass the whole way yeah. to the next road. Yeah, like more, more just the whole time. Next more yeah. just a fire lit. Yeah, just I mean, yeah. like if if my buddy's beating on one, I'm fixing a. I feel sorry for this yeah. that little yeah. bramer that's he's yeah. about to get it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm fixing a thump on him. But uh, back to the contract yeah. side, though, you know, which 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 way would you rather go, the PRCA or the PBR? I'd rather go PRCA. It's harder. But I'd rather go PRCA. They, I, to me, and I'm not trying to knock anybody, but to me, the PRCA, uh, when you're a contractor, it it means a little more. Yeah, yeah. who don't want to? They buff. get they get treated really good. And I'm not saying the PBR just absolutely neglects their guys because they don't. But yeah, I think the, Blaine had a pretty good question about shit. this. Mm-hmm. Like, which one's better? They take care. Which one take cares of them? <laughs> takes care of you more. Takes care of them Jumped. better. Takes care of them. Stock contract. Uh, yes. P- the yeah. PRCA by far. Uh, now, obviously, the PBR pays more uh, consistently. You know, obviously there 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 are some rodeos. Do they that, though? I mean, there are some rodeos that pay more than the PBR pays, but the PBR pays a standard amount. I mean, that's what everybody yeah, gets. Yeah, seven fifty and fifteen hundred or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and then but there's some pro rodeos that pay five and six thousand yeah. dollars an out. Yeah, and so it it all depends on the rodeo. But uh, to your to answer to your questions, PRCA now it does a whole lot harder to get under the PRCA. Yeah. Right. As a contractor, well, not, not bulls, too, but as a contractor. Once you're there, you can bring whatever bulls you want to. If you want your rodeos to have a bunch of 81 point bull rides, yeah. great. If you want them to have a bunch of 93 point bull rides, great. Yeah. But uh, to answer your question, the PRCA is by far uh, the more how I was raised, yeah. how I was brought up, how, you know, what my family likes. But, uh, you know, I, I like the production of the pbr i think it's cool the fireworks the fire and yeah it's a big freaking deal and there's it's supposed 100. to be the best of the best yeah, yeah 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 it wouldn't be nothing like though staying on the back of them yellow bucket shoots in december yeah. at las vegas it's just having it's, bulls or horses out it's though. just different mm-hmm. and i think you can ask cooper or boudreau or cole melanson or any of them guys you know uh that have been back and forth from the yellow shoots to the pbr and they're all going to tell you the same thing they're, it's just it's a different, different vibe it's a different vibe yeah. it's just yeah. different but uh, the, the, to answer your question, Blaine, uh, the PRCA, uh, they treat their guys really well. Yeah. On, the, on the bull health side, you know, is there substance abuse in the bull industry? Uh, do I have proof that there is? No. But is it obvious that there is? Yeah. I mean, I do think some guys uh, take the quicker path, and which it pisses me off. And there, there's a certain – there's a certain – group of guys that i won't even do business with just because uh for instance one you know once you get a bull on that stuff and he gets big and scary and muscled up and hard you know once he sells them to me and i don't i don't use it uh that if bull you, will fall off if you don't yeah. keep up he'll, with he'll the he'll pharmaceuticals never, he'll never be the same <laughs> yeah i mean that's just like <laughs> and so and so i i there there are guys that make it a little too obvious and they should probably hide it a little more but uh and and there's a group of guys I won't do business with because I, I know for a fact they do, and and anybody that knows cattle and, and especially bulls and some somebody like me that studies bulls so much and I, I if if a bull is somewhat even known or he's been somewhere at some point in time, I could probably tell you where it is or what out he and whoever wrote him. But for someone that studies bulls as much as I do, I mean I can I can watch a bull go from one guy to another and be like. 
Is there anybody that's, you know, testing, regulating, like? You know, they they say that they, the PBR says they ran them. I've never have been. You, have you I've ever seen never, any, anybody have you get been, tested? Have you been? Has your bulls ever been tested? Never been. I've never been tested. Now, probably sure. Shortly after this, I probably will be. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that's fine because I just feed still water millings DNA yeah. blend and there good hay. Go. So uh, you know, you you don't have to juice one to get it out of him. If he no. trusts you and you feed him good, he's mm-hmm. gonna do it. Yep. I agree. Uh, I think it honestly it plays against them. I think I think the substance of you know giving them. Uh, substances plays the cards against you. I think they don't have as a consistent trips because well, they're already they have as a long career either. They're yeah, already high stress right. animals. They're already yeah. hot blooded animals. Mm-hmm. I think it just makes it worse. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm a I'd probably a pot calling the kettle black because I mean, you know, I used to do stuff when I was playing college and pro football, but uh, I just don't agree with it in the animals, and I I don't agree with how somebody everybody else, uh, you know, can do it so honestly, and then there's guys that take six times as many as everybody else that, you know, might use it a little bit. So so you're thinking there is some uh, yeah. in the big show. It's – like I said, I can I can, yeah. I can can watch a bull go from one truck to another and be like, holy shit. Yeah, you see a major like, difference. And it's not yeah. just in the flank. Oh, just his, <laughs> his coat. He's mm-hmm. shiny, slicked off, thin-haired. Yeah. You know, and they didn't just give him a bath out back. It, no, <laughs> no. You know, just gained right. 250, 200 pounds, 150 pounds in two weeks, three yeah. weeks. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that I think that I w- I do wish that's something I do wish the PBR would do more. And there's going to be guys that hate me for saying that, but it's just that's the honest guys wanting wanting a level playing field. Yeah. I mean, like be. I like I said there's a there's a pro and a con to it. I think some bulls can't take it, but some bulls it turns them into superstars. Do you think they don't test because either it costs too much to have them tested or will that implicate some of their big stars and they don't want to lose them bulls to testing? Uh, I think it's a little of both. A little of both. If I'm being honest. And yeah. and I'm not pointing fingers at anybody, but I've I I have personally got a phone call saying, hey, just let you know we're fixing to start random, so make sure all your shit's clean. And I'm like, hey, Bubba. <laughs> Anytime. You know, Steve Medusa got the same phone call, called yeah. me about five minutes after. Did you just get that down? You know, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I ain't got to worry about my shit, though. All he gets yeah. is grain. <laughs> and, but, you know, after that, I'd never seen it. And I was like, good. Great. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you all for, yeah. you know, taking initiative yeah. to do the right thing. They need to, but I do I see so. it a whole lot? No, and it could be an under it could be an under the rug kind of deal, right? You know, I, now, I, I do that know would, they it got would need to be transparent. I would think for it to be legit. Yes, I think I think that to be held accountable. I think a, that's again. a big like deal a for it to be transparent yeah. because how do you know if somebody popped? Yeah, you know, and I've only heard two people popping in the whole. Yeah, both of them were way before my time. Yeah, you know, but they popped. Walgreen, yeah, and I don't even really know why I hesitated. I don't really agree with anything he does, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it, it, uh, they popped Walgreen, and you know they didn't really like Walgreen. Yeah, he was starting to, you know, he's. But I think that's why it's he not did a lot of bad things. But so he they was can protect also the people they do like. But then, yeah, we so, got the people that don't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't. I've never seen somebody do it there or laid eyes on it whatever but i i can tell you from a cattle aspect i know cattle good enough that mm-hmm. i can tell you yeah i can look at one and say yeah he's on the shit or he's not you know <laughs> but uh just like a meth head or just yeah. like you can look at some of them contracts and be like somebody to slow down a little bit you made it from east coast <laughs> he's to on that high speed chicken feed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah slow him down yeah, boy. Slow yeah. Him yeah. Down. He's yeah he quit Quit stopping off at the Love's <laughs> Petro Station. <laughs> yeah. Some yeah. of Pablo's you toothpicks. But, uh, <laughs> them lot lizards. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there is, uh, there is, I think yeah. there is some in there, and I do wish they would take it a little bit more yeah. serious. I, I agree. I think the I think it's, I think it's in there myself, and I think the PBR would need to take more initiative and be more transparent about, about doing it. I think that would deter a lot of people from doing it. Yeah, and, and I'm not saying that to, to drag them down by any means. I just, no. that's one of the things that I would love for them, you know, yeah. 
to be held accountable why you and do, do it? it. Yeah. yeah, you know why, why not? Wouldn't you? And why and why wouldn't you be transparent you, about it? Did did you know the MLB cover Barry mm-hmm. Bonds up? However yep. many times, no. Finally, finally come back and bit him in the ass. Yeah, yep. you know, and so and it's just good animal health, like. Yeah, it's yeah just, we got Peter on our assholes. Yeah, anyway, exactly. We don't need we don't we really <laughs> oh, don't need to bring this shit in. No you know? shit. But yeah, to answer your question, I, I think I do. I do wish they take a little bit more seriously. I think that's one thing that I could that I would if the PBR ever set a stock contractor meeting, I would bring up and be like, hey, yeah. you know, I thought we were doing this. You know, yeah. let's let's make it a let's make sure yeah. everybody's playing by the rules here because if we yeah. got to follow one rule, we need to follow all the rules. Yeah, exactly. absolutely, black and, and white. I, I, I think it, it would be great. I, I think that's a good good choice for the uh, livestock director to kind of bring up or push or whatever. Yeah. We can talk about the new livestock director another time. I think we're getting close to getting out of time. We, if we take off after him, we're going to be down for a while. (laughs) I think this has been a a very good episode and we could, like I said, we could sit here all day. Um, But guys, Hey, if y'all like what we're doing, you like us go on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, go on all all platforms. Give us a like, give us a listen. That's how we get better. Is like and follow and subscribe to us on YouTube and and Spotify and Apple and all them. Go give us a like, give us a listen, and uh, we'll see you next time. Coda, thanks for being on. Thanks here, buddy. for having me. Thanks, little D. We'll, we'll see y'all. Appreciate, it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> little D, it's daddy to you. <laughs> thanks, guys. Have a good one.